so he he literally wrote me back in like five seconds was like dude oh my god i'm so sorry i'm shipping it right now so guy was super cool but um get that shit in the mail soon bro how much was that to ship dude come on you should have seen the box it came in the box was twice the size of the amp i think you got yourself what we call a deal there my friend a steal of a deal Podcast, yes, we do. Episode 173. This is kind of the second episode 173. It's 173, which kind of we got over the hump. We got over the hump. This is the hump in my mind. We gotta leave it behind, man. We gotta, it's in the rearview mirror, dude. Gearbuds Podcast, episode 173. My name is Henry, his name is Dave. Hey, and this is our show. Thanks for being here and listening and doing the thing with us. We missed you. This is it, the Symphony of Corrections. We do it every week. Here's your weekly reminder that cables are tone tubes. And thank you for being here, thank listening, you. doing the thing. Follow us on IG and FB. Subscribe at the stuff. Email us at the stuff, gearbudspodcast at gmail.com. And uh, you know what? If you if you shout out, sometimes I'll remember. That's I always I get this wrong every time, and it's supposed to be what if you reach out. Oh. Then I'll give you a shout, shout out, out if I remember. It's tricky. It's a word. And this time it's for our good friend, Nathaniel Murphy. Oh, dude. It's good to be here, man. It is. All right. So I missed hey, you, buddy. Miss you too. If, if and if you if you shout out. I we, fucking we, did it again. It's because I have it wrong in the fucking notes. Let me hit let me hit it. If you shout out, we will re No. Nope, oh, God, you fucked me I up. No. Hold on. If you reach out, we will shout you out. That's the thing that we say. Uh, and uh, our good buddy Nathaniel Murphy texted me earlier this week. And uh, it was so nice to hear from him. He said he, he was listening to the show. And he's just like, it's really good. And then so he I, listens still. He, yeah. Cause, and he's, of course he does because he's just the best. Uh, he's probably one of the greatest guitar players ever. Uh, that's ever that's ever set that's ever graced my presence. On this planet. And, and has, uh, that's certainly it's ever been in my apartment. Yeah. And that's because he was on the show before Friends. So he had a gig. And he had a and it turns out he had a gig at Martyrs up here in the old Shy Town, and uh, it was pretty incredible. Yeah. So he did his thing by himself, and then the band came out, or how did it work? Yeah, he was just opening. He played. He played solo and did his. You know, Which I could watch for fucking hours. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It just you know, just imagine scrolling his Instagram feed in yeah. IRL <laughs> in front of you, and that's the thing. It was I was saying to you before we got on the old mics that that uh, there was you know it was there were some people there, but for some reason there was just like no one in the best seats right up front. So I just like popped right up front. do you feel like shows are like that a lot like people are they always form this like half circle around the stage unless it's like a show where everybody is like dying and i should add it was it's seated yeah you know martyrs so it's, is it's a not, classy the, you're not you're not like elbowing for space uh to see the, the it's apps. not a sweaty venue whatsoever no i had a slight chill i could have used some sleeves they cranked the ac in that place. they did well there were so many hot licks emanating <laughs> from the stage and, and those hot lights those to hot, cool it down stages. man <laughs> There were so so Nathaniel played and you know again he's just yeah what can you even what, why would I even bother trying to describe it he's just so amazing he does acoustic and, and a couple electric guitar songs as well awesome. mostly and he had a bunch of different guitars what did he play he had uh, a couple Taylors he had for uh, electric he likes the oh for electric he telly, had a three thirty five right? oh really Very nice. yeah he has a he has a 
I think it's just like a fairly modernish. Does he play in a wacky region. tuning or does he like the standard? He's got a bunch of different the tunings. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's why he plays all the different guitars. Right. They're all in all in different. That's why he was. In, he even said he's like, would, if I if I had to retune one guitar oh, for all be, these songs, we'd be we'd, here all we'd night. Be on song two, and <laughs> last song of the evening, and then the old Greg Cock trio with it. it I didn't know, so it was him, and then this. I think he's. It's. I don't really know the world of organists to be honest, but uh, that was tough to say. I'm glad I pulled it off. You did. And uh, he is. He was ripping. Uh, really amazing. And had went to the trouble of having this big old. I'm sure people who know thing about touring organs. It to me looked like an equivalent to like a CP70 piano version of an organ, where it was Holy like shit. in sort of like a road case kind of deal. But, but like it had like still, legs. It wasn't like a Yeah, right. It was B3 a big, big honker thing with built in like a road case. But like oh. he was definitely playing that with another organ sort of thing on top of it wow. with a Leslie and another bass amp for, oh. the, for the left hand just alone. And it was, yeah, it was <sighs> awesome. And then his son, Greg Cox's son, I, I think his name is Jared maybe, uh, on drums. Okay. So uh, they 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 definitely they shredded. He does. He, I, I don't know if any if you if you've ever seen any. He does a bunch of different gear demos and has worked with a lot of different companies. Has a signature Reverend guitar and pickups from Seymour Duncan and all. Or maybe they're no. Actually, I think he has Fishman signature pickups. Uh, so he's he's a real ripping guitar player. He does like it's sort of somewhere in between like deranged fusion plus country chicken picking yeah. with some. 80s thrown in there you know shreddy tendencies well uh, so i have to ask did, did nathaniel come up on stage for his set at all like did they intertwine so i've got to be honest I, I i i i watched the majority of it but left like before the end and i wouldn't be surprised if he did go up but yeah. I, I didn't see okay that that happened that would have been that would have been awesome but we had we had other yeah i get pla- it places to go people to see them you yeah. know what i'm saying it's stuff going on town but uh shout out nathaniel that you you're amazing love you my friend and uh great show so go i don't know i doesn't does nathaniel sell stuff I, he, I think he has an album i was gonna say go what go buy his stuff say, but I, I know go follow my instagram if you don't yeah. already uh i would I, I would definitely wear a t-shirt just with nathaniel it just has his name it. on it just That'd nathaniel awesome. or his face not so I want his face. Yeah, and they're like, who's that? And you're like, Shh. I'm going to say Zeppelin Bonatrol from Instagram. All right, here we go. Uh, speaking of buying stuff, uh, uh, why don't you go buy stuff from my reverb shop, folks? Because there's still some stuff on there. I've been refreshing it through with things that have been coming in and coming out. Gear Dude, you're podcast. slanging gear back and forth. You know, forth, I was going to say, uh, should, should I, do you, should, is it time to start listening to some of the stuff on the old Sweetwater Gear Exchange? I was asking you, and you said the thought hadn't crossed my mind because this is a new, <laughs> this is a new thing, right? Yeah, it's true. I, I we've covered it, and and we promoted uh, it the last. I looked at it, week, but for some reason, I, I, I it just I, I hadn't gotten to the point of yeah. Actually, make sure to read those terms and agreements. You know. Well, if I want this, if I was, if I, if I wanted the Sweetwater Bucks, I'd definitely be thinking about it. But I just, it does seem like there are more sellers on there. I sorted by location, and there are a bunch of sh- yeah. Chicagoans around. You did send me that. Yeah, I, it's expanding by by the week. It's going up. Are, have you added it to your rotation? Yes, it's uh, bookmarked, mm. but I'm still, you know, refreshing my reverb way faster. Not do you do lie. pinned pinned tabs ever? No. Mm. No. What is that? Is that so? Like when you, as soon as you open your browser, everything just comes up. It's yeah. You can have however, yeah. well, however many you want. I've got a, it, for work. I have a few for, in my life. Sure. I no, I probably yeah. should. Yeah. Check it. Think about it. I will. Pin some I'm sure I, I use Chrome, but I'm sure it's available. I in do most things. I use Chrome. Uh, also, um, you know, I was going to say I. We, I think we talked about. Oh, we did talk about this. Fender 
open their official reverb shop. Yep. In the we, I mean you and I this week, not this podcast. So now it's time to bring it up. Is what I'm this saying. This is the big news. This is the this. It seems kind. Of, it seems like it's kind of big news. I mean, right? Fender's a pretty big company, and they open their own reverb shop. So is it like? Is it like? I don't want to say floor model because they don't really have like a showroom where you can play stuff, or maybe they do. But well, so I I did I did I did sort of comb through it, and there's a bunch of guitars, and it's for in terms of Fender, it's only Acoustasonic running the full gamut from the really expensive, you know, Coca Bola top end, whatever, Jazz Master, Strat or whatever, which one it was, all the way down to like the sort of Tons cheaper of Mexican stuff. ones. And then and then there was also yeah. Squire stuff. And yeah, you mentioned that you were like, look at the Fender stuff and it's like acoustic sonic. Do you think they put the cart in front of the horse a little bit on that? Like because you it know they really pushed like they those must hard. Have. They must have manufactured the shit out of those. There guitars. must be the stacks of them for yeah. sure. But in I, that we we were talking about those it's just they're just they're just too expensive i can't I justify the I can't, price for the price i can't aren't the american yeah. ones like two grand they're, and they're and they're great i think honestly like they're maybe they're they're hard to they're kind of weird and they're kind of cheesy probably but like i kind of i have to admit i kind of like them like i would play one but i just i can't i can't imagine yeah that put and putting a couple grand into that from the demos i've heard it's not my style as far as acoustic goes like i like the old like Kind of just the, the clanky, cl- like boomery, clanky yeah. fucking. They're super bright. And like, if you want to play like some Dave can, Matthews I, band you, on that thing, real claddy. And I'm tripping ballets. Dude, I, I'll, I will be totally honest. I could play all of those riffs back in when I was like 14 or whatever. We just celebrated the anniversary of them uh, dumping the shit. Under that boat, they just jumped a whole bunch of poopoos <laughs> onto the Chicago River. Something with like eight hundred people or something. I like how that's what they're known for. Like it's so bad. Just a, in the in the middle of the day, a bus tour. Uh, I will or a conf- boat tour. I will confess, I've seen Dave Matthews more than any band I've seen. Like what? a number of times, I've seen him like four times. Oh, just because all my friends wanted to go and I was like, yeah, we can yeah, go camp in Al- Alpine Valley and take mushrooms. Blame all your friends. You trip. Oh, I blame. Billy. Yeah. I blame them hard. Fucking. I can't, I can't, I can't even crash. <laughs> you can't look at me right I was now. Gonna, I was going to no, try to come up with some good puns, but it's been so long. I, I'll admit I was definitely into them. Mostly I'll my, the Dave Matthews that I really liked was the Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds live yeah. at Luther College. Tim Reynolds shreds. Duo dude. Deal. And I saw them, obviously. Oh, you did? That's cool. He played like two out of the four times I saw him. He was there. Like I came around to be like, oh, that's cool. All right, we're really exposing we're ripping on DMV, on dude? No, ripping on yourself on this one. Oh, don't. Dude, I'll dude, put a satellite oh, hey, up your ass. Have you seen... <laughs> Did you see that there was a little bit of hubbub on uh, Instagram and then, of course, the gear uh, forums and whatnot that uh, Gibson sort of teased a new body shape? No. No. Well, after introducing the Theodore, do you remember that earlier this year? Kind of. Which, dude, I'm just going to get it right to it. They all just kind of look like sort of PRS-y. Like, I haven't seen the new one. It's it, like the the thing that I saw was like sort of blurry. I didn't watch the whole thing or what, I didn't really. It's, I'll just wait until that actually comes out. But it, it sort of looked like everything kind of looks just sort of PRS shapey to me. So double cut away with the big fat body. Of the yeah, right. Bottom. A little, little teardrop kind of situation. Mm. So what's this new one? All about? We don't know, but they tease it. The people on the Internet were saying that it appears to have humbuckers, a three way switch. 
uh, regular sort of like Tunematic Nashville bridge with a tremolo and an Explorer headstock. So but they're doing a whole new guitar. It seems like a new guitar. That's awesome. Maybe. I'm thinking like along the lines of like the Dave Grohl guitar, right? Except with the Explorer. Oh, I, I think the body's smaller. I think it's right. more again more solid like body. A, yeah, right. But with the pointy head, pointy headstock. Explorer, yeah. Hey, a little bit. Actually, right before you got here, speaking of Explorer headstock, I was watching. Uh, the, there's a little teaser out for the new uh, rig rundown with Dave Mustaine, and it's now that he's using all the, his new signature Flying V's that have the Explorer headstock. Right. Hey, I, I, I didn't like the look at first, but then kind of seeing it in the video, I have to admit, I'm starting to come around to it a little after bit. After you saw him play it? Well, he hasn't played. He just sort of uh, talks about it, and he was like kind of being nice. And I was like, oh, okay, I kind of like your signature guitar now. Do you miss your Explorer? Yes. That's one of the ones I was going to ask away. you about that the other for day. For sure. I, it's It was done for a couple of reasons, but I would say the biggest one really, was, and it's still it would still be true, is I just like never played it. Yeah. It was so cool. There was like no point. And it's and it fucking played so good for that. It thing. did, and it was lighter for than it looked. Straight too. up for playing. I remember strapping metal that, wrist, strapping it, that baby it on. It was it was a light it's a comfortable guitar. guitar, surprisingly. But giant. There's the no there's no good case situation for it, which I explored deeply. There's no you know there's no freaking mono for an explorer. I was just curious about and, that. And uh, thanks for just reopening that one. But no, you're right. That is definitely that is one that I got away. And, but I, I honestly, I, if anything, I kind of wish Jimmy had just like. The thing is, I wouldn't have ever asked him to pay what I got for it. You know, like because my like our good buddy Jimmy, he should yeah. he should have just had it. But but he's like such a good friend, I couldn't like charge him. You know. Oh, you sold it to him? No, no, no. I, I w- I'm saying I wish I could have. Oh yeah, of course. I just but yeah. No, it's like that sometimes, man. It's like that sometimes. All right, let's go. Uh, what do we got next, dude? Let's get to some. There's a few BFIs sort of deals, but this, they're okay. I mean, some let's talk some okay. shit. I feel like we're you want to talk a good shit talk. Here we episode. go. Uh, DIY uh, situation here. Did you see the Bush Light guitar? No, but I want one right now. Well, and a Bush Light. What you need? Well, let me tell you that you need to go buy yourself a. 30 pack which i think some people call us is it like marble miles they have like the even better than that with the help of guitar craftsman logan elliott they've created a step-by-step guide that with a 30 pack of bush light and a couple just like scraps of wood and some tools and stuff you can build your own like three string basically like cigar box guitar out of a freaking sleeve of bush light what the fuck are you telling me right now, dude? Quote, the stories of our fans' lives are really told over two things, country music and cold bush light. We want to bring country music experiences and opportunities to our community in ways they've never seen before, says Kristen Stowe, head of marketing at Bush Family Brands. I could go on, but I do I need to? I, I want to do it. Get Can you- we do it? We can do it. Can I buy the? I'll buy the thirty pack. Yeah. I'll bring it here. I would imagine you to could do it with it any thirty pack. Maybe there's kind like of the a fatal flaw. Mm, once you get the instructions, you can just the instructions. I have the instructions. Oh, yeah, they're thought, available online. I thought then, they should have just been exclusively inside of the thirty pack. Yeah, no, it's just there, there's a PDF, and oh. you freaking take the PDF plus 
bush light 30 pack plus again some sort of like scraps of wood and some tools and such such and then you get after it i couldn't think of a better episode than us with microphones drinking a 30 pack and putting together it would be me drinking two and a half and you probably like 14 well i could do 14 14. (laughs) they're bush lights i could do 16 And we'd be like my tummy hurts. You'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sally. And uh, then we then we do it. Do wait, okay. I've got to wait. Hold on. Do you remember? Do you remember Fender personality cards? No. <laughs> the way your face has changed. I wish I had on on video camera personality cards. They're okay from. 2014 to 2016. Okay. I, Fender, I was pretty Fender's, deep into Fenders I know, at that point. I know. Fender Fender's made some weird stuff and they've they've gone out there sometimes and yeah. they made and it was in their Delu- their Strat Deluxe Plus. Stratocaster Deluxe yeah, Plus. Didn't have one of those. The, specifically the SSS version. Okay. They had this thing. That's three single coils for you noobs out there. Freaking noobs. Get out of here with that noobness. Uh, take it, take it where the sun don't shine. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. Put a satellite about. up your tough. Uh, although I did get a tough tattoo. I, I want to see it. Here. Bro, it looks so good. Yeah, it's scabbing right now. Yeah. Color's nice. Nice Thank and rich. That was for the, it was a, it was for a charity fundraiser. I event. may go get a new one on uh, Wednesday, actually. Wait, are you going to go buy your neighbor you're across the I street? I might go across yeah. the street. Yeah, it's just local. Dude, I'll, what, what are you going to get? I have an idea. I haven't decided on it yet. Though. If you, I'll go with you. I have one of three ideas. If you want, if you want a buddy to go with, I'll do. I'll get one. I'll get a little guy. That Would you? Got, yeah, for sure. I've got. I was little, thinking about getting like another things. little guy. Yeah. But then I saw something that I really want. But I'm also like, do I really want to wear that? So you do. <laughs> I'm gonna get the the Trans Am logo like on my entire front of my body. Can I draw it on there for you? Yeah, with a mark from memory. <laughs> with a permanent mark. <laughs> Without having looked it up before. I want to get the little the uh, thistle little crown inlay from the 335. And yeah, you've been talking about that one for a little bit. 330 and SG and such. Uh, I think I want to get that somewhere. So I'll go. I'll go get that with you if you wanted to get your thing. Cool. Thing, I gotta let you know. Say. But anyways, back to the important stuff here. So wait, what are these Fender, Fender personality cards? It, it sounds like it's going to have a bad. It had this out. little socket, plastic socket situation in the back, mm-hmm. and you could put these weird curved plastic cards with these little metal contact points three came with and then you could acquire more stock was standard the blender takes it what it it basically alters what happens with the pickup selector switch and the knobs so stock standard is just like a standard strap blender the middle tone is a master tone, and the bottom one is a neck plus uh, bridge blend pot. The cutter changes the first and second tone controls to a treble cut and a bass cut. So it does a bunch of different stuff like that. And so this changes the tone by inserting a card into the guitar? It changes what happens when or how the with the, the circuitry of the, of the pots and switch. And where do you put it? Down by the control panel. It's on like the back, and there's like this little, this little, like a like, slot for it's it. It's sort of almost, you know, like when you have a, a guitar with active pickups, and you have to put a nine volt sort of deal or yeah. a bass or whatever. Yeah, a little so cavity like back like that, there. But it's, it was kind of like a an uglier. Dude, it's so funny. That. Now that you mention it, I do kind of remember <laughs> hearing about these, but this is still. I, so... I don't even remember. I came across recently. I was just like, wait, what? 
personality cards? Well, the the name is weird. I'm like, this isn't going to end well. They're like, now there were four more. You're an angry if, person if, if you put it like this. <laughs> one. Check it out. There's more. There's, there's they have great names. The uh, my favorite I think is Dipper. Okay, uh, which that one <laughs> has these little internal dip switches that turn each pickup on and off, and then the fourth switch is a treble bleed switch. Stacker take takes uh, position three to a bridge middle wired in series for higher gain uh, to a bridge middle sorry wired in series for higher gain output and in, in increased low end uh four internal dip switches select like between two discrete tri- treble bleed mods and two mods that increase a treble cut then there's super super stacker which is that one it converts two in-betweens blah 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 then there's phaser which reverses the phase of neck and middle pickups so uh if That's you if you're really interested in having a bunch of swappable yeah. controls live and one guitar get yourself a the 2014 to 2016 deluxe strat plus with a full stack of personality so cards let Cl- me, gotta collect them all i know they're this is crazy why are we talking about this now like what did they just like re i just remembered that oh you happened. just remembered it mm-hmm. okay because i was like is this what is this a bfi or a gfi that's you tell me bud i feel like that's uh, how life is i would days. say gfi do you tell me about this one it's a too, good then. fucking idea according to property details listed on realtor.com there's a house shaped like an acoustic guitar <laughs> this house belonged to country artist elvis l Cardin. <laughs> i should have made that pause a little more pregnant yeah i was like elvis where is it and states that this guitar needs a, a slight tune-up and polishing <laughs> dude they pay people to write that shit man dude so i went and actually like went beyond this article and how did you not send me this, this week, because dude. that's how this show works but oh, i've got to keep some things i need some pictures dude <laughs> five bedroom four bath listed for uh, actually you know what before i i just want you to, we, i let you guess numbers all the time i want you to just give me a guess it's located in fayetteville georgia oh georgia, i want you to okay. give me a little little price price guess uh how many square feet don't can you tell me that? that but it's is it electric guitar or acoustic guitar? acoustic guitar pretty big but so the walls are mansion dude it's from the you get the the aerial shot is something else it's How like it looks like <laughs> it does in real dude, estate it has, for 13 it has years a sound dude. hole but it, it's covered oh is the sound hole like a courtyard in the middle of the house no but it should have been see that'd be dope and or a swimming pool it does it it's the, the it's it's got a real real fat headstock and a real stubby little neck that's what the master bedroom is <laughs> bro i would have to imagine so all right uh geez well without knowing the square footage it's gonna be tough but i'm gonna say that's it's massive you're talking ten thousand square feet it's it's not it's not a little it's not a small tiny house made out of little you know uh, shipping crates or something Two million bucks, seven eighty nine is what it was what? listed at. And then I just have to move our studio to there. In, dude. in in the meantime, I've gone and checked, and they've already dropped the price forty grand. So it's down to like seven below seven fifty. Knocking that forty grand uh, off, dude. Looking at it, it you know what? Are, do you, it, it was like it was like an inverse, like a horrible the 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 wrong version. Do you remember those pictures that you you see come up sometimes uh, on the web where it's like people. 
on the internets where people take those like macro cameras, stick them inside an instrument, and then take a picture, and it looks like a really cool, like yeah, insane yeah. place like to they, live. Yeah, they show like the strings up close and stuff like that. You know, but it's more like you like stick a camera down inside a violin or an acoustic guitar, and it makes it look like this giant auditorium gotcha. or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I, I felt like I was seeing the inverse of that. It was like the horrible version of that happening in front of my eyes with like the low ceilings and like super claustrophobic. I don't know, it, but just the picture it made it look sad. That's what I'm that I think the the tune up and polishing was. Uh, apropos you got to send me this stuff because now i'm like i have no i want to google it but i want to keep the show going so you got to keep the show going somehow Gosh. i mean jeez uh we got a one, one more thing i mean a couple oh actually there's a couple more things we got dude, we gotta dude you're killing me today by the way this is you're crushing it right now because we just talked about a 30 pack you can turn into a guitar and a house that was shaped like a guitar well, i mean that's what this show is made of let me bring it right back down oh. because <laughs> <laughs> Bass Player Magazine has now gone fully online. They did, have they have ended that. their uh, their print magazine, which I've never yeah. subscribed to the print, but that's fine. Save some paper. I was a, I was a magazine person for such a long time with those things, and and I and still and I kept all my Guitar Worlds and all those Do you still things. Have them? Oh yeah, yeah. There's another another stack. Well, you've you've seen the guy too on Craigslist who's like selling. He's like I've for got hun- Guitar World from like. The '80s all the way through. Whatever. Do you remember I acquired all those that random co- collection of a bunch of books and magazines from the closing of that one guitar shop? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, it was like all Avenue N. specific Brit pop collection. Yeah. I should just I should just be like sell that as like for, for the Brit pop lover in your life. Here is a full ridiculous collection and, of like every band you could possibly and make imagine sure you have like a really obnoxious post and you put it on Craigslist once a week and then get mad at people in the musical instruments who section. write you things. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, but the thing is, it's still living on. So, uh, it, it does, there is a bass player channel on guitarworld.com, which feels sort of strange to me coming because, you know, well, bass it's player, from the umbrella. Oh. it originally came from guitar player magazine. Right. You know what I mean? So that now that bass player lives on guitar world, which was guitar players competition oh, in the past. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, it feels, you know, feels just as a long time guitar magazine nerdo. I was mm-hmm. just kind of like, nah, that's, that feels a little strange. Yeah, I do appreciate their updates. They post a lot of good videos. Do they? Mm-hmm. Good. Like well, it'll be like Creedence Clearwater playing going. in 1970s, stuff like that. I really hope that that lives on. And the magazine's last issue goes on sale September 13th in the U.S. and three days later in the U.K. Nice. Uh, last thing I wanted to get to in the symphony, there's a Taylor uh, Hawkins tribute show. I saw that. Happening. So there is that one in London and one in LA or something like that. Right. I think there might even be a couple in, in LA. I'm not exactly sure on that yet. Or maybe yeah. It's, there's at least two. You're right. Dave's obviously going to play. So the first one takes place at Wembley Stadium, London, September third. It's I I want to get it out there because I'm probably going to watch it. Uh, Paramount is broadcasting broadcasting the event live on Paramount Plus. Do you have? Dude, do, I'm going to watch. Do, that. Are you yeah. going to get Paramount? Do you have Paramount I got that Plus? Shit. Yeah. You got that shit. I don't think I have I'm that. Maybe, maybe hook me up with the login. Come over to my place, dude. We'll watch oh, it. We'll, we'll watch make some we'll, popcorn. I, well, it's like I, I can't eat. It. I can't eat it with my my wonky tooth. But, uh, <laughs> I'll make some. <laughs> make me some pasta. Or something soft and chewy. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I'll make some really soft pasta. <laughs> no el dente for me, please. I was going through my rolodex of things that you could eat, and I'm like, nope. Nope, little mashed taters, uh, and then also Pluto TV internationally for all of our, all of our international friends, and on MTV's YouTube, 
Uh, it'll also be available on demand, blah, 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 blah. It's going to have Liam Gallagher, Josh Homme, Travis Barker, Chrissy Hind, Brian May, and Roger Taylor. From Holy Queen. fuck, dude. So that's interesting. Uh, Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson, Supergrass, Mark Ronson, John Paul Jones, Metallica's Lars Ulrich, Travis Barker, Brian Johnson, Kesha, and Dave Grohl's daughter have recently been added to the Dude. Lineup. Yeah. Oh, that'll sell out. Oh, I, th- I think it's it it's got to be sold out by, by a thousand times, ninety thousand yeah. people or something. Watching. And then you're yeah, and the um, uh, LA, um, the Kia Forum in LA, they're right. doing uh, September twenty seventh as well. Is that where the Clippers play or something? I don't, I don't know nothing about nothing. I don't either. I don't either. I don't know nothing about no NBA's. I know there's like the Staples Center. I don't know nothing about no dribble dribbles, but you know what I do know something about, my friend. Yeah. I know something about something about Dave's docs. It's my favorite part of the podcast. Cause you Dave's get to docs, take a break Dave's and I get docs, to talk. Dave's docs, he talks. Uh, so it turns out John Fogarty actually was an asshole. Yeah. You Dude. found you found the the Fogarty doc. Oh, this is so great! I'm so excited about. So this. there's a doc from 1998 called Legends VH1. For, for just let's just say, well, you and I were just talking. We about were talking this. about CCR. Yeah, and I and I sent so you, a you pretty sent me, badass. Performance. Oh, it was awesome! I watched it three times in a row because it's like two and a half mm-hmm. minutes long. It was great. Um, here's the thing: so much energy. I love CCR, and I will I will not talk shit about them. Yeah, you know, musically, I think they're great. Sure, Fogarty. I'm on the fence. All right, hit us. What'd you watch? Legends, John Fogarty and CCR, VH1. It's on YouTube. It's from 1998. VH1, I love that. So it's shitty, like one of those behind the music. Like, and four well, by the three quality ratio. is so bad. It's like, but whatever. I got through it. It was awesome. The yeah. sound quality is fine. It's okay. just the video is bad. Um, okay. Oh, wait. Oh, I think, dude, I, this is this I, legend. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I've probably seen, I think I've seen this. It's basically behind the music, but like, not behind the music. Here's the thing. They same let guy, same him, guy narrating it, probably. They let, uh, no, so Fogarty is like doing an interview the entire oh, show. Oh shit! And there's no narration, so he's like he's telling his side of the a story. modern interview in 1990. He's telling his side of the story, and then they're showing like video clips and, and photos and stuff like this that. This is great. Uh, all you know, uh, licensed music and all that, so they're not like playing like dumb blues riffs in the background and stuff. All right, hit us. What happened? Tell us about CCR. Uh, what does Creed's Clearwater Revival or Re- Revisited or whichever one mean? What does that even? What does that? What does word? the name yeah. mean? Well. <laughs> The original name was the Gollywogs. Okay, that sounds like a children's Terrible. book thing. The reason is they were on this uh, label. I forget the name of the label. It was called Fantasy Records, I think, or something like that. Mm. And they were a band called the Blue Velvets, which isn't a bad name. I don't don't I don't hate that, especially in 1967 or whatever. Oh, I guess pre David Lynch film. Sure. Yeah. Um, the label's like, you got to change your name to the Gollywogs, and they're like, okay, what? Yeah. So then they were like, fuck this. And then <laughs> in 67, they changed their name to CCR. I would just quit music. Now, <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. I'm sorry. I'll just never do this again. Uh, here's the thing I have to say about Fogarty, man. And I'm going to I'm going to talk a little shit. You said you weren't going to you just you just said you weren't going to talk shit. I did. Yeah. Well, I'm going to. Oh, I think maybe you said you weren't going to talk shit about them musically. No, I, the band's great. I yeah. think I got a beef with Fogarty, man. All right, let's hear it. Let's get in. Uh, he was a dick, dude. Yeah. And here's the thing. So, you know, he's like the anti-Vietnam, like doing that whole thing. Like, fortunate son. Yeah, fortunate son. Okay, perfect example, right? So, the fortunate son is about 
You know, it's uh, if you can afford to like pay for your kid to not go into the draft and all Dude, that. That song fucking rips so hard. Well, in 1965, Fogarty himself got a draft notice to go fight in Vietnam, which I would have done the same thing. I'm not going to lie. You're going to look for any way out. Yeah. So his wife was friends with like the, uh, the guy who worked at the draft office. And she's like, she, he's like, all right, just come in here. We'll get him sorted out. And basically just put him in the reserve so he didn't have to go to Vietnam. She had a baby as fast as she could. So then he was like, I'm off the draft. So in my whole opinion is like, you're you're kind of saying like, man, we're sending all these guys over. But like, I just, I don't know. I didn't go myself. Oh, so you're saying it's a fortunate son is hypocritical. It's a little hypocritical. I, and I'm not <clears throat> talking shit. I would have done the same thing. I wasn't going to go to fucking Vietnam. <laughs> now you're not talking shit. <laughs> but I am. <laughs> So they changed their name to CCR in 1967. Uh, his brother was the lead singer originally. Whoa, whoa, what a what a twist that just took. Okay. Yeah. Well, they, they were still the, the Molly the, Wogs. The Golly Wogs. <laughs> Stupid band name. Oh, here's the other thing I don't like about him. Okay. You know, he never visited the bayou until like 1992. He, he, though, though claiming having been born on it. Yeah. Dude, dude, dude. Looking out my back door. Um, anyways, I don't know. It was, it was great, dude. Green River, number one song, uh, Fortunate Son, number one song, Proud Proud Mary, Mary. number one song. Bob Dylan said it was his favorite song of all time at the time. Proud Mary? Yep. Wow. Bad Moon Rising went to number three. Cowboy Chord Lovers all over the world unite. They do have tricky bits. I've, I've covered a couple CCR songs and they've got... The ending of uh, looking out my back door gets really funny. well. And it's, it's he, John Fogarty played a whole step down. It's which I love that he was just like fuck it, I'm gonna do whatever I yeah. want, and then everyone else can just do whatever they want. Dude, so this is so. Anyways, he was a dick. Uh, he basically they were a band for like four years, and and then the whole band was like, we're tired of you running the show. Let's do it. Let's be a democracy. Let's just all vote on the same thing. Four of us, mm-hmm. four yeses, four noes, and. Then they released their worst album of all time, according to uh, Rolling Stone. Not their worst album of all time, but like the, the worst album no of kidding. all time. Yeah. Um, I don't even write the name of it down. Worst album I've ever heard. Oh, it was called Mardi Gras, 1972. So here's the crazy part. Then he's like, all right, I'm done with this. I'm taking 10 years off music. From, so from 75 to 85, he didn't play music. The Folks? He was and done. And then he came back with Centerfield and, and hit it hot? Hold on. I'll get there. In 1975, he sold his rights for whatever reason back to the record label. He's like of all of his music, and he blamed his band for some reason. Like they all got rich off all the all the income Whoa. and all the music, and he was like, "Fuck you guys, it's all your fault." I had to like sell my music. And I this don't is, really and this is coming this. from him telling the story. Yes, yes. and and That's well, so this weird. Is, and this is what I've deduced from like the whole interview. Okay. You know, like I'm, you know, I'm kind of watching this and I'm reading like, between the lines. He's he's blaming a lot of people for a lot of things that he fucked up. So check this out. I've never heard of this before. He got sued by his own record label. For what? Plagiarism. What? Yes. So because he sold the rights to his song, there's a song called Old Old Man Down the Road. Once oh, he made yeah. his comeback, was a song that he wrote. Fantasy Records the old label. Man. Down the road. They said it sounded too much like Run Through the Jungle. Run Through the Jungle. Right, but the, the you can hear like the rhythm and everything's like almost, it's it's close, right? All of his songs sound the same. He's re, other than Fortunate Son, he's rewritten the same song a bunch so of times. So it goes to court and they're like, we're taking this to court. 
Because his label's like, he's like, I'm already They own like, the rights, so I guess they could do what they want. But have you ever heard of somebody getting sued by their own label for plagiarism? That's insane. For plagiarizing insane. themselves? Yeah, for a song that you wrote like 15 years later? No, absolutely not. So, so what happened? then, check this out. This is kind of badass. This is where he redeems himself. You got me on the edge bit. of my seat here, Dave. He goes to court, and he plays the riffs live on guitar. Dude, he to shredded. To show the difference between the two songs. Did he shred a luster? The jury took two hours and said, innocent. What was the guitar? They didn't show it. They don't show the footage. There's no cameras in courtrooms, bro. There's what there was no there was no court freaking oh, illustrator. Oh, the draw the illustration? That would be a cool fucking illustration to have. You have that shit up on your wall, dog. I would hang that on my wall. Him playing guitar in that front of a courtroom. Bag playing guitar in front of a courtroom. <laughs> Anyways, then Centerfield came out and like he got rich again, but it's fine. Gear I mean, spots. That, that song does make me feel things. Do you know what his main guitar it. was? I thought it was a Les Paul. Black Lester? Yep. Yeah. Black Beauty. Black 68 Beauty's. Black Beauty. No, actually, 50s. It had yeah. the P90s with the staples on it. Staples. But then later he was playing like a 68 looking one, like with the humbuckers and all that. Sure. But the early one he was playing definitely, in, like in that video. Yeah. I think right. in the video you was sent he playing me, a Les Paul? that was 1970. He, yeah, I think he was. I think he, he was, was playing, playing a Lester, Paul. but it was like a 50s Les Paul. Dude. Which is like one of my favorite guitars of all time, next to the guitar I own. Yeah, we got. We're gonna be talking about that really. His soon. first I guitar almost was forgot a, that thing right next to us. I'm really rambling here, but his first guitar was a Silvertone. There was a '59 Melody Maker in the early days. He wasn't playing it, but his guitar player was. Rickenbacker 360, I think. That's the full body hollow body with the long scale neck, not the not the John Lennon. Not the 330, one. the little to- not little the guy. I think the 360 was the full size. 360 is bigger. Uh, obviously P bases and uh, Gibson hollow body like obviously. <laughs> Bases. Yeah, actually, flats. The guy that's a, that's a that is a talk the, about talk about a famous rim bim. Dude had a sponge. Fortunate freaking son. You gotta get, dude. You gotta I get took a small video behind the bridge or behind the headstock. Oh, it's way down by the bridge. Yeah. Can you yeah, see dude, it from there? I, yeah, you gotta get that little foam foam. Now, what I like too there. is tuck and roll cab. Ooh, He's got the custom tuck and rolls. Rig, double, and look double how short heads. the little cable is going. A little short, little curly. That's <laughs> something you never see, though. There's always like you know a long cable or wireless or whatever. But That's fun. He's got that, the little short. They're board. not really filling out that stage real, real a whole lot there. Drummer has the mini kit, one tom or in the you know one rack tom, one side. Dude, I like the screen, the literal screenshot. You taking a pic well, of a, the screen? It's a vid. I just didn't want to play the, oh, uh, yeah. the sound, but. I got it because the bass player was playing that cool P bass with, um, he had some mods. I think it had the single coil down by the bridge and then a, f- is that like the, the mocha? What is what, what's, I can't really tell from the, what the it's hard to is. say, but yeah, I would guess, I would guess anyways, All right, give us, hit us with the totally arbitrary ranking. What'd you think? Seven and a half out of 10 bayous <laughs> that he never visited. I will say it was weird that they admitted that he'd never been to a bayou until like 1992. That's real. That's like very he took good. a trip to be like, I'm gonna go explore all these things that I've been singing about for the last 30 Did years. Did he go to a baseball diamond? <laughs> finally, finally checked out a fucking ball game. There is good footage of him uh, playing with Jerry Garcia <laughs> playing that song on stage with a with an Oakland A's hat on. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Big baseball fan. Big 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 sports guys. Mandy tried to catch some analogy where she was like. Well, center field is kind of like that thing where you're kind of in between. Uh, she was making some sports analogy with the music, and she's like, "It's a fitting song. It's not about the baseball. It's like it's about the not position. only not only can I do it, put me at the hardest, most important spot. I right. can handle. I can take it on exactly. 
Give yeah. me the give me the hard job. So Fogarty, give me the hard handy. You know, I'd be nice to you in person, but I think you're a flake, bro. I'd be fake to your face, but I'm gonna talk shit about you in my bed. That's the kind of guy I am. It's the kind of guy I am these days. I'm loving this episode right now. It's, it's I a, hope you guys it's made a it this real far. burning rambler. Yeah, this we, we might have to check the uh, Democrat, the uh, the statistics after this. Dave's we'll see two pilsners happens. in. It's a good time. Well, one and a half. <laughs> You're already rocking pills number two. No, it's oh yeah, nah. one and a half. Nah, come on. Nah, come on. Give me a, give a guy a break. Hey, you know what? I'm not going to give a break. Future gear, which is the next. Let's and talk. Final. So we're going to talk about some gear, some new products. But I think first we need to talk about some more because you and I have been getting stuff. Let's talk. You brought your guitar over. I did. You, you haven't seen it for the, a couple weeks. I hadn't weeks. seen the last, last Paul for a couple weeks. Got a weeks. new strap. I want to see it. Uh, let's let's give the folks the update that they're looking for. What are you What are you thinking about? It's it? absolutely the best Les Paul. I couldn't think of a more Les Paul than that Les Paul. I You're mean, happy. That's it, right? Couldn't be happier. That's, I mean, it's that's so, that makes me feel the so burst. Good. Everything I've fallen in love with it, man. It's it's perfect, dude. It's it sits. I keep it out during the mm-hmm. day while I'm working, so I can look at it or pick it up and play. I put it away at night so my cats don't knock it off the stand. Although, also, I will say, when I use the stand, I always have the rubber strap. Keep it locked in. Keep it locked when, in. Uh, I've seen them break. It's not fun. When you um, do, do you feel just by virtue of having this new instrument that you're excited about and loving and responding to? Do you feel like your playing is improving or changing really with it? That's a really good question. Um, to be honest, it makes me feel like a worse guitar player than I am. What does that mean? Like the like the Strat, because my Strat's my only other electric. That's, that's what you've been doing for a long time. The old Paisley, I can pick it up and just hammer that thing. And mm-hmm. I feel like everything I'm playing is great. And this, I have to be a little more particular with what I'm with what I'm playing, but we're, I think in a good way. We're like, gonna we're gonna throw some slightly heavier strings. I think this I yeah. think this has nines. Where it, I think, yeah, I think that's a, there's, there's, we just want to put some tens on there and, for and, you. And, don't get don't get it twisted. I don't not like the guitar. We're not going to twist that fretboard. We're not going to twist our words because it's it's, it's a beautiful it's thing. Perfect, dude. And then the neck profile is perfect. Now that I got the strap on it, that's really like I'm able to just hold it where I'm comfortable instead of like sitting and playing with it. Strap looks great. Straps straps key. Um, and I will Old say strap. this: just today in the mail, got an AC15. They've got an amp to go with it. That's crazy. You got a heck of a deal. I almost I feel like we, we may not even need to say how how cheaply you were able to get that. Let's for. just say I didn't pay a lot. Two thousand four, Ampeg, uh, Ampeg Vox AC fifteen. Yeah. Um, actually has the rocker switches. Which is your new, of, which is your new living room amp, dude. It's so fucking loud. <laughs> I got it home and Mandy was like, at least still it working. has a master. It has a master, and I I turned it down, but. It always sounds better turned yeah, up. Way, way and I turned it up, dude. And like Mandy was like, "What the hell?" And I was like, "She's like the back, the hairs on the back of my neck are standing up." Tell me, wait, how 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 loud did you turn it up? Like half. To, to, so what about so what about on the, like the input? Like mass. I put everything at like noon basically because I just wanted yeah. to hear just flat that's out. Pretty, that's gonna be pretty fucking loud. Oh my fucking Christ! Um, it's awesome, dude. I'm very happy with What's it. What's the speaker in that? It's a one twelve. I know, but what kind of uh, oh, it's it? the Vox standard, a the, Weber, the, the, probably? Warf, the Vox Warfdale. Yeah, okay, that yeah. sounds right. And and you know, people talk about replacing that with like a Greenback, I think, or like a Blueback, maybe. Something There's like a that. P- some people put the Alnico Blue with yeah. it, which has that like which is spell. supposed to be, supposed to be a big improvement. I'll be honest, I almost brought it over because I was like, you got to hear this thing for what it is. Yeah, I'll bring it over next week. I didn't, I didn't want to carry it with the guitar. It was a lot. They're heavy. I've got a, for people who don't know, I've got like a two flight staircase going up to my apartment. 
wasn't going to bring that down. Heavy, and just to go back to the speaker, even if you do want to change it, which I've actually, I know people that have, have uh, Josh, who's been on, I, actually people who've been on this podcast mm-hmm. have done that. Sure. The exact thing. Major upgrade. You said Dan Smart, I think. Uh, Josh, Dan Smart, a bunch of people. Yeah. It's very common. Great thing to do. I, regardless, don't, if you're going to do it, wait a year or two. Like, just yeah. live with the one that you have. Yeah, that's get used how I to roll, what it dude. sounds like and th- like, get, like, like it or, or don't like it and maybe change it someday. I actually, now that I think about it, I wound up with Josh's old Vox Wharfdale speaker and I was able to even sell it. So you could get like, you know, 30 yeah. bucks for it or and, something like and that. And it's like you said, I'm not going to be like, oh, immediately like pull this out. No. Dude, it's so fucking loud and so awesome sounding that I have no idea. You I just, wouldn't you know. Just plug straight in, you I wouldn't know what I wanted to like, how I wanted to sound better. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm Except just like you got to give baseline. Super content it. with it. So I was playing through a fucking bass amp because my other guitar amp was rattling so bad. I forgot last week or a couple of weeks ago. I had been meaning to. I was just going to give you that one of my that Johnson, which sounds really good. I was yeah. just going to let you take that, and I kept forgetting. And then now, well, you, just, you, like, you mentioned jumped it. right ahead, and then freaking got yourself a freaking AC15. I had to, man. I, like I played it through. Uh, Charlie's got the AC30. Yeah. The CC1, which is like, you know, Chinese made, whatever. Sounds great. Fucking, it's not hand wired. That amp works. It works great. It's been reliable. And I was like, and I heard a. Also, a, not light in the same that's category. That's like 90 pounds. It's yeah, that heavy. thing is a bitch. This weighs almost as much, man. I'm telling you, this thing is a. It's not, it doesn't, but there, it's so, it's because it's in a smaller package, it seems like it, sh- it should. It's yeah, so exactly. Heavy. It's more of like, yeah, like, like a smaller stone. Yeah. yeah. It's like a kettlebell. Um, but I love it. I'm very happy with it. I might replace the fabric. You you happen to have a, a very crafty and handy wife with yeah. such things as well, so that mm-hmm. might help the situation. We've but I, I, would, I, I do feel like I do feel like it, 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 for your living room and such, it could it could oh, use yeah. a little little, a little upgrade little on the grill. You know what happens with those? That's very common where the top of the um, the cloth will it sag, sags, dog, and then you'll start to see the outline of the actual speaker, like because gravity. It like, yeah. I don't know any of the words of songs. That's John Mayer's Anyways, song. I'm very happy with it. I'm so excited Vox for is all you. I wanted, man. We, you know, we almost pulled the trigger on that pig nose, and I'm really happy Vox I went better. with this. I'm, it's just I agree. a, it's just a solid amp. It's way more power than I need, but it'll be great and for recording and all that fun stuff. Are you, are you thinking about maybe going, taking a little left turn? Maybe not doing a straight up Vox, you know, girl cloth pattern. Do something. I have thought of that. A little goofy, a little funkster. So Vox has like the light brown and the dark brown, and they have a blue. And yeah, a they, black. they do have a number of them. And yeah. for people who know, it's like that diamond pattern. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about just doing something wacky. Like what? Just like either like a solid color, not like black or something boring, but then like something fun, like maybe some flowers or something. <sighs> Floral would look cool, or paisley. Or sunburst. Dude. You could buy a paisley fabric, like from Joanne Fabrics. For, You've like, got to make sure cheap. it's a, it's not going to hurt the tone, dog. It will. It'll change the tone. It'll change the tone, but you got to try to I know, get it's something like putting sort of a whole, similar. It's like putting a pop filter. So I would. Right. I would just. I would just give it the fingy test and like feel the fabric and try to just yes. get something that feels and has a sort of general similar density and thickness to a grill cloth, because otherwise it might get real dark. Well, I, though, to be honest, with most Vox amps, that wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. You kind of do want to. You could the almost, yeah. Those. That's the one thing about this. If I really wanted to, I could crack eardrums with that thing with like it's the screeching, sh- shrill a little bit. Anyways, I'm very happy. AC15, very underrated amp. I will say. Did you plug any pedals into it yet? Not yet. 
Are you going to plug the Civil War into it yet? I don't need to, but I'm going to. I don't need to, guys. But I'm going to turn I that. I don't like. I'm so pure with my playing that. You I know just me, dude. Don't. I'm not a pedal guy. You know me, dude. I don't know why I even kept that. I thing. pedal, put the metal to the me- pedal to the metal, bro. But I don't put the pedal on my guitar pedals. And I will say this: I talked about it last week. The power in my place is shit, so it makes that Civil War like ring. Get a little wonkster. You yeah, know what you need? Sound good. Uh, battery. 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 Don't do the boundaries. Don't do the battery. Is that Metallica? That's Metallica. Hey. Hey. I'm excited about your new gear stuff, bud. Thanks, man. Yeah, AC15 for everybody who doesn't Freaking Les Paul AC15. Going super Brit rock on this shit. (laughs) That's an American guitar, though. I know. USA. I got a freaking bald eagle on my arm. Yeah, you do. And uh, you know what else we got? A new Black Bobbin signature pedal. Really? Did you see that? No. Made in conjunction, I think it was designed and built actually by Old Blood Noise. Old Blood Noise Endeavors, if you're going to get Love them. Regal. They did a uh, matchup with them before. They've, I th- believe they've done a special livery mm-hmm. sort of sitch. This is... Brand new pedal. New peds. It's called the Black Bob and Boost, and it's two boosty slash buffery slash overdrivey circuits. Very light overdrive, I should say, in one box. Now, here's why, why I think it's cool. First of all, they, it sounds good. Listen to the demo. I think it's interesting. The thing that I think makes it super interesting is that you can use, not only can, just like most pedals, you know, you've got an in and out. You can run the one into the other or vice versa, whatever. What you can also do is it has effectively separate insert points so you can run into the pedal hit one of the boosts then send another output from that pedal to the rest of your signal then bring the the second boost slash overdrive wherever else you want it in your signal in with another cable now we're talking back out pretty neat right fuck yeah man it's a double pedal but it has that extra little Zhuzh, that makes me think that because I don't always want to, like if I'm gonna have a double pedal I would yeah sure I would love the option to be able to run them into each other mm-hmm. like right next to each other but also it would be really awesome to have maybe like an overdrive after a phaser later on in the signal or like before a fuzz or right. you know you can you can really get spicy with that sort of thing uh, not to mention the sort of buffering possibilities that it offers so I'm I think it's a pretty neat idea that's really cool. Yeah, I, the one side is sort of designed more to be like an EP booster, you know, which is like the um, exotic effects that little that little black and silver one with the one knob on there that everyone has and I've I've had and stuff, and it's that's basically like the front end of an Echoplex, mm-hmm. and then the other one, I I guess I don't know, it, it seemed a little I'm not sure if it was sort of I don't want to say clony, but like maybe. It's still a boost, but it had an extra. Uh, you can control the tone and like the sort of overall gain, but like it's still a mild crunch at most, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you throw them both into each other into the front of a freaking tube amp, and you have yourself a little fun. See what happens. I think you Shelby, should Shelby hit check us it up, out. man. Let's try it out. It's a boutique pedal. I want to ask you to guess what you think the price is. Two thirty nine. Oh, two forty nine. So close. That dude. was a good one. Nice. So close. Uh, th- we're going to talk about a bunch of pedals, actually. Uh, okay, two more pedals, I should say. Dude, pedals have been going crazy lately. Have you noticed You know this? what we didn't talk about? What? My Dude Incredible pedal. Dude Incredible? Dude. Incredible. Is that? No, no that's not what it's called. Oh. 
that's that's actually the name of a different harmonic percolator clone. Now I think about it. That is the uh, what is it, dude? I, can't, I should forget. I go read it? <laughs> no, it is, I think it, yeah, I think it is called the Dude Incredible. Is that the brand? No, that's the name of the pedal itself. The name of the brand is like Hellfire or some shit. Headache. Headache. He- I'm sorry. It's yeah. It's not Headache called the Dude Incredible. Swords. It's called the Headache Nine of Swords. Dude. It's con- it I'm confused because it's another Steve Albini reference. That one has the album cover from the Big Black record, songs about fucking on the front of it. Nice. Uh, and Sweet. and so I've been playing it a bunch. You just heard it too yourself playing playing that Play Lester. Play through the old Lester. Which, by the way, thanks for letting me play too. That was oh my uh, god. It was, was fun to see you uh, struggling for a second in standard tuning. I had no idea what to do in standard tuning. <laughs> you got I, I, you. Pa- I panicked, up, dude. You ended up. You warmed up in like 0.5 seconds. Nah. It was great. Well, uh, well, you were going to talk about it last week, but but we there stuff other stuff got in the way, bud. And More harmonic percolators. I got another one. It's uh, I got a great deal on cr- local Craigslist. Well, you don't see a, a, a harmonic percolator clone show up on the local Chicago Craigslist every day of the week. So I was like, all right, what do you got? Got to have it. I mean, it's got to be yours. Check it out. It's it's. I think honestly, so you know, I've actually built a couple of them, and I just like you know got. Uh, circuits a circuit board that you know other people had made on forums or whatever in fact dan lou actually has the last one that i made right. of that uh i th- i think it, it to the best of my memory and sort of like comparing it to the other ones that i have right now i think it's i think it's like almost exactly that same i don't know if i, I want to say it's like the literally the exact same circuit but it's it re- it's very similar to the one that i built before so it's like if you played them next to each other it would probably they, be they feel they feel a similar void it looks cool and as yeah. sort of like a collector and you know deal hound That's i'm super glad cool. that i have it but uh i'll, I'll be honest it's it's another harmonic percolator it doesn't do anything different than any of the other ones i have or like better necessarily yeah. uh and i think i prefer the one that the theramaniacs one that i still like just like use on my board all the time yeah where but, does it uh, fall in the um, the Karma Sutra? The Karm the Karma Sutra is, which by the way, it is Sutra. It's not Sutra. I, I really? Would, yeah, because it, it's clever. It's yeah, they're making puns. They. Uh, I'm still gonna say Sutra. It's hard not to. Well, so now it's hard for me to even think about that in a singular way because I have two different ones. Right. I still have had the most experience with the pink one, so I guess I'll just talk about the germanium. Which the germanium is like the, the standard the circuit. Standard like that's a germanium with, too, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, it's hard to it's hard to rank them against each other or anything. I I, I still think that the the calibrite is a little more. It's certainly more versatile because you can blend in. But the this one this um this one that we're talking about right now, the uh, nine of swords, has a switch on it where you can do basically like what we were talking about before with the diode knob where it like sweeps from zero to a hundred percent of the, di- of the clipping diodes. This just has a switch so you can go from zero to a hundred, but nothing in between. So there's that. And then there's also that density now, which brings in a whole bunch of bass and bottom end on yep. the, uh, on the calum bread. So that, it, it, that more one will always be a little more versatile, yeah. but I, it does, it's still that one. It is that type of circuit. It does sound to me. It still sounds a little different than, an actual harmonic percolator to me it doesn't have the uh, the same amount of like top end raspiness that can sometimes happen it can get a lot of clang uh i think in the original circuit a little bit more but i uh, i still if i if, if someone were to ask me like oh what's what do you what would you like which one would you recommend it's hard for me not to recommend the cattle and bread oh yeah i think it kind of does all the stuff because people can can find their own thing and be happy with it it's that circuit but 
a little more tame, I would say, and yeah. but also with more options. And it just it like I, there's almost no bad sound in those pedals. Right. They do a lot of really. I just I want to get one of those freaking things tattooed on me. I like it so much. Do it. Uh, speaking of little boxes of joy, Electro Harmonics has announced. And I know you get excited anytime I, I say love those them, words. dude. I just love has them. announced uh, via video actually with reverb, and we'll get back into that a little bit. But uh, a new signature J Mascus Big Muff. I saw that. You did? Did you watch the vid? Yeah. Yes. And what did you think? I like bro? it. It's sounds like Dinosaur Junior. Right. So it's uh, first. I guess let me ask you: Are you a Dinosaur Junior guy? Never really. I couldn't name a song. Couldn't name a song. I know the the Jay Mascus signature Jazzmaster is a very popular. All all we all well the, the Squires the, the and the exactly. very rare Fenders exactly. Only made them for a couple of years. I think. and I think they've made Japanese ones. And I know friends who are very much into them. Right, as a band, but uh, yeah, are I, you? N- I've seen them a few times, and you know, I've always sort of respected them, and I mm-hmm. like listen to albums and stuff. But like, I've never, yeah, I've never been like a huge fan. Yeah per se but i've always thought they were cool and sounded good uh, and thought that they're absolutely brutally loud which is <laughs> an interesting thing, right? thing uh i went to that for, that was the first Lollapalooza back in chicago back in 2005 i think oh wow yeah dinosaur jr played i w- went there with jimmy and who i talked about earlier and some of my friends and uh it was the fucking hottest thing ever and at that point for some reason they had the stage that one like right on top of a big baseball diamond dude I and went like two years later, and they had the same, and the wind blows, and all the dust from the yeah. baseball diamond just whips you in the face. And pe- I saw people dropping like freaking <laughs> fruit flies in the yeah. middle of the summer uh, in the, that Grant Park <laughs> baseball diamond. Uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, this <laughs> this completely related new big buff that Electroharmonics <laughs> is putting out is actually uh, it's sort of based on, as far as I can tell, it looks like it's based on a violet ram's head. Which is, of course, a very fucking nerdy specific big muff. You're you've got that Civil War, right? Which, by the way, I just remembered, dude. dude. It's in my guitar case. It is. Yeah. Oh, I brought it and I forgot. So it fit right right in there, real nice. After so we, we'll check it out after, after we, we get, get off these mics. Yeah. I want to hear that. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, first of all, so how do you like it? I mean, what did you think? What were your opinions of the big? I've had. Big muff I've known. I've owned and built and made and had so many big muffs and i just am not a big muff guy me either i'm not a big big muff guy i'm not a little big muff guy i'm not a there a little big muff was actually a real product now that i think about it uh yeah so this one though for those that are into it i guess the the deal with the violet rams head is that it's kind of on the higher gain side of things which makes sense to me when i think about jay mascus i know he often actually stacks big muffs with other drives and sure. such um boosts and whatnot uh, but so it's higher gain, but I guess smoother in which people would say is, is a characteristic of the Russian, which is why people like that for bass more, a little less top end or that like huge mid scoop. Uh, but it does, it is a, it is a little brighter. It's, it's just, it doesn't have that, like that harshness that some of the big muscles can get, I guess. Um, and I couldn't tell this or not, and I want you to tell me what you think. Is this a reverb exclusive? Like, is this like a special thing with like them? They're promoing it. And yeah, stuff. right. I, like he was doing yeah. the video with them, so yeah, I, it seemed I, like I, it. I couldn't really tell exactly what the deal is with that, but which you know, it's, it was a, it was a cool video and yeah. pretty funny. And I mean, Jim Mascus is just always he's always just so dry and yeah, you know, and does the thing. Got to add a little editing to it, production. 
but it's so honest and direct yeah. and uh i like listening to him talk and so yeah if you're i think i don't know to me it seems like a pretty cool pedal if you're into the whole muffy muff thing uh and it's a you know cute little cute little box how much did you have to notice how much it costs 149 no it's a good guess because they do often they do wonky pricing over there at electroharmonics 131.50 <laughs> that's a better guess yeah it's not a guess for my friend it's a fact <laughs> yeah that's it dude I forgot uh, they did that, like the wacky pricing. Over. Yeah. yeah, so check cool. it out if you're into the electromics thing. I know yeah. you are. And you, know, you, you, you just got yourself I a little, love the little brand. Muff clone. Um, you do love the brand. Yeah, Big Muffs haven't been my thing. Let's yet. go get Mike. You know what we should get? Mike Matthews' face tattooed on this. Okay. Okay. On, on, our, on, on our, our faces. faces. <laughs> uh, Acorn Amps, who we've actually become friends with in the old internets, and we talked about before because they make that really freaking sweet pv in a box pedal that was the like clone of the josh homie little practice amp deal right that was also an amp like that wasn't just the preamp the decade was it the decade that sounds right yeah i think so So i always forget uh they came out they announced a new pedal and it looks freaking cool and it's also a fuzz but it's called the bweep (laughs) mini fuzz and dude it is a tiny bweep it is a tiny ass little bleep. Oh, is it little really? Tiny like a little ass box? box, dude. That's the box cool. is so small. It's got like just basically enough room on the top for the freaking foot switch, and no then knobs on the no- on the top is a volume and tone cool. knob, and then uh, you know they've, they've in the power the inside and outside on the side. There's a nine volt power. Definitely not enough room for a nine volt battery on the inside. They got it all figured out, man. It, uh, dude, it sounds cool too. It's uh, kind of that like aggressive, rippy sort of spitty fuzz okay deal uh from the video that i watched although i'll be honest the only i couldn't find any demo with humbuckers which it's like come on it was like a 10 minute freaking video with only a strat it's like give me some yeah give me me some something i love when they like they do at least give me some humbuckers give me a strat a lester maybe maybe p90 let's be honest most people either have humbuckers are you making the metal horns right now most people either have devil horns. No, they either most people have single coils or humbuckers, homies, or both. Yeah, in the same guitar. Can HSS. Just, there's a whole term for it. Can you just? Anyways, side tangy. I I liked. It. I think it's cool. I liked it. I, I I would throw it on a board just like to have a little. You know, if you've got like a, especially if you've got a little loop switcher, maybe you've got like a loop switcher. We've got just like two or three or four maybe little dirt pedals in a loop, and you can switch those on and off. Yeah, you know. Uh, maybe that would be a one, an extra one to have in there. I think it would be a cool. Way How to little that. is it? Like, are you saying it's like a dude? It's smaller than like that. A, what you're making with your hands right now? Smaller than a playing card? Yeah, half a playing. I card. think so. It's smaller than a playing card. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's pretty small. Uh, and it's got a really, it's got this really interesting. The 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 design is really sort of like, you know what? It kind of reminded me of uh, the design of like a one of those Doctor Scientist pedals, where it's like sort of space age, like. F- old school sci-fi yeah. looking versions of like knobs and big switches and whatnot. It kind of reminded me of that a little bit of like an old oscilloscope or something. Nice. Nice. I'm a rambling about it, but no, how, uh, what are we talking? A hundred bucks. One Oh nine. I'm on fire today, dude. I really like it. Go check it out. Acorn amps bleep. And then finally, my friend, we've got a piece of software that I want to talk about, which is, a, I feel like becoming a little bit more of a rarity these days around here. Fair. And at first, much much like you might be thinking yourself right now, I was like, why? 
Like why why does this product exist? But then I have to admit I was just being maybe a little bit of a, a little bit of a hater. And I and the more, and when I actually checked it out, I haven't been able to play it myself. But I I watched some videos and I read a whole thing about it. I'm intrigued because neural neural DSP who makes amazing you know plugins for uh, I mean periphery and uh, what's the band that we saw uh, at Nam where the two guys played with the guy from Incubus? Yeah, it was just. Um what was that? Matt Isinger, no. Mike Isinger, and uh, but then it was also that other band with a really famous metal band that I can't think of the yeah, name right now. Peri- no, P- Periphery is a different band. Polyphia. No, that's is that? Yeah, Polyphia. I think that's yeah. them. Yeah, that's very. Confusing. They're like doodly 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 doodly. And, and we were like, actually, if you slow this down, it's just like adult contemporary. Right. Music. Yeah, they, awesome. they do that, but then they also make the quad cortex and like the, those really amazing, basically like Axe Effects Kemper Killers. Right. Yeah. Anyways, they have a new signature plug-in for Rabia Massad, who most people probably don't know, but he I've I've been randomly watching his internet content for like ten years probably. No shit. Because he's done a lot of work with or he used to do a lot of work with Andertons on uh, from the UK on YouTube. And they were one of the sort of early early guitar YouTube channels with uh, Rob Chapman was like one of the guys. And then he brought on Rabia because they are friends. And now he's Rabia. We actually saw, you probably don't remember, but we saw Rabia play at uh, the universal audio thing. We went to at Nam. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't remember him. I don't remember anyone. He's got a big fro. He's a, he's a really good guitar player, but I was just like, why does uh, my, in my brain, I was like, wow, there's like John Petrucci from dream theater. And like, there's like right. big time players have these, I was like, why is Rabia? But then I get like, it, that was a stupid way to think because I have to say is when I got into it, it's fucking cool. So it's got three amps. It's like clean, sparkly clean, you know, real spanky that you would. He's more of a metal player. So then like it's got that kind of clean sound. Then all the way up to like super heavy thrash and, you know, ripping metal stuff all sound great because neural only makes really awesome sounding yep. plugins. The thing that's really cool. And I've been bearing the lead real deep on this one is what's called the overlord synth. So not only like all of their plugins, like the with these amps, it has a bunch of pedals and reverbs and delays and choruses and all that kind of stuff that you would imagine that a modern plugin would have. But it also has again the Overlord synth, which is a dual oscillator monophonic subtractive synth that follows the pitch of your guitar. So it's in the plugin without you having to use any sort of like pickup. I was gonna say no, sort of deal. No hardware. You can do pretty, and again, I haven't tried it myself yet, but from what I've seen and read, really low latency, almost negligible latency guitar synth. Wow. Just with the plugin. That's and crazy. I And I'll be honest, I've actually tried other plugins that sort of claim that. Yeah. But they'll be like the host, and then you have to sort of load mm-hmm. other software and use it or whatever. Have you seen demos? I watched. I watched a handful. I went down a little. I was going to say, this, like this sounds right up your alley. It, um, they're saying they're claiming they're claiming world's first with this, which again, like I said, I've tried some other stuff that does, but maybe there's the level of latency or whatever it is. They can say world's first. I'm not sure, um, but you know, you don't need before you needed like a guitar synth pedal and maybe a pickup and whatever. Right. And now with this, if it works as good, if you just have a computer with a decent interface uh, and can load a VST plugin, uh, you can kind of do guitar synth. I should add it's monophonic, so it's not polyphonic. Well, uh, and, and from what I could see, it seemed, cause 
first of all, and you know, you know, I love this. It's all. It seems to be all about the blend, right? Like you can still blend in your regular amazing tone. sounding tone. Yeah, it doesn't just take tone, over, and, like, and then you can just. Unless you want to, right. you can just blend in That's something even going on, yeah. like maybe down in the bass, which it seems like what I was getting at is that I Ooh. think the bass stuff was the coolest, where you could like low, layer in a sub octave below and not use like just like a standard guitar octave pedal to use like this actual synthesizer engine, and it sounded freaking cool. That sounds amazing, dude. So this is only software... There's no pedal form or anything yet. Or Not yet, but you're, I think I think your brain might be onto something. I mean, going they're, they're probably going to go there. Uh, the sound engine engine itself uh, that they're you know this is all built around didn't it didn't it's it seems actually pretty straightforward. Not nothing too super fancy. Dual oscillator, four wave shapes, low pass filter, four different modes, uh, fairly basic arpeggiator, a couple of uh, envelopes uh, to control your amplitude and filter. Uh, but I, again, like I heard it do a few different things, like the very ambient tuk, 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 sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and and that was cool. But my, I think that the yeah the the bass that'll be like the seemed. most usable. Yeah, and like it, and I haven't plugged my guitar into the computer to use it like that. I you know I play the Kemper, but could you? Yeah, I haven't so done that could, in a while, and I and I, I'm like, oh, I need to download the demo for this and try it. I really have to play. And then, it. would you fire it up through the Kemper and then? No, not even, dude. I, just I plug would straight just, in. You just go straight in, and then it just straight through the monitors, right. just like because I the same monitors that I would send the Kemper through. Right. And right. Uh, as long again, as long as you have a computer that can handle like a decent amount of seems like it would take some uh, some processing for sure. I don't know. We'll see. I I don't know. I will. I'll find out shortly. Um, I'm just the the. Uh, it seemed like again. I haven't tried it, but it seemed like from the demos, it there were people doing tapping, and like that that it can be a real test when right. you see it, like that feels With like timing the, the, and the yeah the latency. timing and the latency and all yeah. that sort of stuff. And it seemed like they were able to tap, which is saying a lot. So that that is what kind of like put me over the top, and I was like, all right, I think it might be time for me to do it and uh, give that old old download. Get the old demo download, dude. I, I didn't confirm that there's a demo, but there almost always is. Come on. They got to have something. I, I've tried a lot of neural demos. Give me the 14-day free trial or something. What would you pay for such a product? See, dude, David? with software, I'm this is your this is your Wienermobile. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm going to say, what, uh, for the real full version? And Wait, not hold on. Before we get to that, I just want to see this. I was reading this. There is a – I'm reading this one Formula One book. It's – important but it's they're talking about the mclaren back in the day and like the beginning of their heyday one of the guys involved was this guy named teddy meyer and he was like sort of one of the early bosses and apparently everyone in the pit lane called him the wiener and it was they were like oh oscar, oscar meyer. meyer wiener but right. also the, in the book like and this is like a pretty sort of like straightforward probably a, a british author wrote this book but uh they thought they say that like also because he is known or supposed like the word was that he had a very large wiener. Oh, nice. <laughs> Imagine like everyone calling you the wiener, not for like a funny reason, but also just because like, they know like, you have a you hog have a on you. Hog. <laughs> it's not the worst nickname to have. And then he, he was very, almost very quickly pushed out of McLaren when, and they were in a down period. He was pushed out. That was when they're like the beginning of their heyday. When did McLaren start early eighties or something? Well, Bruce McLaren raced in the, in the sixties. Right. But when did the car manufacture? Well, they started making their own cars then. And oh, then, okay. but then it was, what it, it's moved around to ownership a few different ways at that point in the that i'm talking about this was like the late 70s early 80s it was taken over by basically 
Ron Dennis, John Barnard, and then some investors backed by Marlboro, and then some like weird, I don't know, some Middle Eastern prince guy uh, had some, and then that started to move around. But yeah, right now it's they well, it was owned independently until very recently. They actually McLaren sold to someone, but they they re, they retained everything, like all the buildings and people and everything but it's now it's just they don't own it themselves it's now owned by someone else okay like actually help them i don't know why why are we talking about this i don't know we can, Who's cut that part out. We can probably cut that part out because let's just get to the price what do you think this freaking beautiful piece of software for, uh costs? it's uh it's, it's yours a plug-in. it's not a subscription not a subscription yeah exactly good question these days 99 bucks close 139 all right and that was in Euro. I don't actually, I'm not exactly Ooh. sure. That might be. I thought you were always good at this. What's the. Trend? I think Euro is about. The, well, actually about the, the first same? time it was exactly, it was like exactly the same or cool. even worse than a dollar at one point. Um, that's awesome, man. I, I, I want to hear this thing for sure. Cause I mean, we've talked about what the Roland G3 or whatever it is. GK3 pickup, baby. Yeah. I mean, we've all had friends who had Making those. Making fun had, of Hank. Didn't you say you've had two? Kitchen. You've had it on two separate occasions? I, I mean, have had it on two separate occasions. So it's like, That's and right. I had a guitar player who had one. <laughs> they instantly came off, you know. Um, They're just so ugly. Dude, but we're talking, this is 30 years later. We're finally getting, just, getting it. Just in the freaking computer box you yeah. already got in your internet house. How you doing? I'm good. Ready to call it on this uh, here beautiful episode. What else of you the got, show? man? I mean, I think I'll, that was it. I'll wrap. We, we've been talking a lot of rap and a lot. We of have gear, been beefing today, and I'm excited about that. Me too, buddy. Thanks for hanging out and rapping. Thank you. Thanks. We're gonna plug that Civil War pedal in for. I got really excited once minutes. I remembered it was in my guitar Me too. Case. And uh, folks, if if you made it this far, thank you. We love you. Thank you. We love you too, and we love that you hang out with us. And uh, why don't you go make some music? Yeah.